This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Live from the old National Bank State Street studio, you're listening to Black and Abdallah on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Blackin' Abdallah, weeknight, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Talking football, I saw this on ESPN.com earlier today. The best team fits for the top 50 available players in free agency in the NFL. We know the Bears have the most cap space among teams in the NFL heading into the soft season. They also hold the number one pick in the NFL draft, and a lot of conversation on what the Bears should do with that number one pick, what they should do to help out the quarterback, Justin Fields. And Adam, when we look to this piece on ESPN.com posted earlier today, and we look at free agency and possible options for the Bears, was there a name on the list that you were hoping to see would be next to the team name, the Chicago Bears, on this list, the top 50 available players in free agency? Yeah, I think it's uh, Jerron Payne, right? Uh, I think that uh, he would like to enter free agency if, if he does enter free agency. Like a lot of these guys that uh, Barnwell or Matt Bowen goes through, stay with their original teams. You know what I mean? Like Orlando Brown is still with the Chiefs, and you know you've got Payne staying with the Commanders. So I would have liked to see because to me that's the best fit. That's the one that I went to. Like you've got a lot of talent on that defense. You've got a lot of big contracts coming up on that defense. Like someone is going to have to be expended, and I think that that might be Deron Payne this year. So I was hoping that Bone was going to say, "Hey, they got a lot of money. They don't have a lot of money to spend. They got a lot of players to spend uh, to, that need contracts. So he might be the odd man out. And uh, because the Bears have a lot of money, that he would be the one that I, w- I was hoping best team fit would say Chicago Bears. The number one player on the list, Lamar Jackson, quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. And the list uh, on ESPN.com does say the best fit for Lamar Jackson would be to stay with Baltimore. But at the moment... They are at an impasse as far as getting a contract done. He doesn't have an agent. He's, re- he's representing himself, right, against the, the Baltimore Ravens who are trying to avoid paying him, what, $200 million guaranteed, which is probably uh, what he's asking for if you look at what Deshaun Watson got mm-hmm. last year from the Cleveland Browns. Lamar Jackson, you could argue, is a better player than Deshaun Watson. He's won an MVP in this league. Uh, the, the one thing that I would say that the, the Ravens are probably looking at is the last couple of seasons for Lamar Jackson, he's been, uh, he hasn't been as durable as he should be. And he, you know, especially at the end of this last season, where it seemed like the Ravens had a legit team to make a run, mm-hmm. but Lamar Jackson wasn't there and he was injured. And if you're injured, I understand not playing, but there was some, you know, criticism as far as maybe he's not trying to get back as soon as possible because he doesn't have a new deal. So number one on the list, Lamar Jackson, do you think he stays with the Ravens? I think he does. I mean, if you look at him, you're right. The durability is coming into question because he's played only in 12 games the last two years, 2021 and 2022. He only Both those years, he only played 12 games. I think he does because... What you're gonna you're gonna start looking for another quarterback? Like the Ravens think they have a team that can compete for a Super Bowl right now. Like they think that they have a team that can win, and you can't just go out there and say, "All right, well we're not gonna sign him or we'll franchise him," and then 
piss him off and he'll hold out, or we're not going to sign him, he's going to go, and we'll sign Derek Carr, or we'll trade for Rodgers, or we'll sign Jimmy Garoppolo, or whatever. Well, maybe we'll trade up and end up drafting a quarterback. I don't think that's real. You have a guy. Like, you have a guy. Why pay him? Like, you, you, may, you did make the mistake of paying Joe Flacco before, and you gave him a ton of money that hampered your franchise and hamstrung your cash for a while. Now, I'm not saying that Lamar Jackson and, and Joe Flacco are comparable. I think that Lamar Jackson can be a lot better. Like, he is a lot better. Joe Flacco went on a, a, a very big heater in the uh, playoffs. They won the Super Bowl. He was in a contract year, and he took advantage of it. Great for him. But Lamar Jackson, to me, is we constantly talk about him in the top 10 quarterbacks. And if you have one of those quarterbacks in the top 10, you have to keep, like, you have to keep them. You can't just keep cycling through. Like, this isn't easy to do. There's, there's 32 of these jobs, and I would say 10 of them do it well, right? Like 10 quarterbacks you can rely on to win a game. And then, and then there's a group that's just like, eh, okay, I guess. And then there's a group that's like, well, they need a guy because yeah, they don't have he, a guy. He's towards the middle tier to the top tier in the NFL. Uh, you're right. Around 10 is where you would argue Lamar Jackson. Durability, last two seasons playing 12 games. You know, last year he had 16 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. That's not great. This year, 17 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. You also get the the ground game as well, which is something here in Chicago we're seeing with our quarterback, with Justin Fields, that can really supplement an offense and, and really allow you to do different things. The key with Lamar Jackson, though, is going down the field accuracy and being able to avoid bad turnovers is something that the Ravens, I think, and Ravens fans have kind of complained about and question whether or not he can develop even more as a passer. I, I would say to those people, Look at what the Eagles were able to do with Jalen Hurts. Lamar Jackson is the best possible version of Jalen Hurts. He is. Yes. He is a better runner. He is a better passer. He's a better football player than Jalen Hurts. And the Eagles got all the way to the Super Bowl with their quarterback. I question the Ravens and their ability to give the proper weapons to Lamar Jackson. I don't blame Lamar Jackson. This is fair. Uh, now, Jalen did have a higher completion percentage this year, albeit by not very much, but they were in more games. So it's a larger sample size. But the problem with Lamar and his passing, and it might be because they haven't surrounded him with decent talent, is he hasn't gotten any more accurate in the last three years, in the last four years, really. He went from 2018 to 2019, he jumped eight percentage points in completion percentage, went from 58 to 66. And then after that, it's 64.4. 64.4 again, exactly the same completion percentage in 2020 and 2021. And then last year, he actually went down two percentage points to 62.3. Who's so, his go-to wide receiver? That's I, I'm agreeing with you. They don't. He doesn't have anybody. Right. I'm agreeing with you. So, yes, he is doing a lot with nothing there. But at the same time, you would like to see that kind of improve from year to year. And for four years, he's actually regressed. No doubt. And, and to me, the biggest concern would be the 12 games played per season. If you're going to pay your quarterback top dollar, you need them there for at least 80% of the schedule, mm-hmm. not just a little over half, right? And especially with Baltimore heading towards the playoffs, they're one of those teams without the quarterback who's always hurt, you don't have any chance. And that's what we've seen from Baltimore the last couple of years. So number one on the list, Lamar Jackson. Number two on the list, ESPN.com, NFL free agency, best fit 
uh, for players, top 50 players in free agency. Orlando Brown Jr. is second on the list. Offensive tackle, plays in Kansas City, just won a Super Bowl. Uh, on the offensive line, protecting Patrick Mahomes. And the best fit here on ESPN.com would be for Orlando Brown Jr. to stay with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, Bears fans have Brown Jr. circled as a, a player to go after on day one in free agency. This is someone that I have talked about that I think the Bears should spend their money on the offensive line, go get a proven player, go get someone who's still young, and he is able to build with the offensive line you currently have constructed and allow Justin Fields to stay upright, and then we will see more production from the quarterback. You're not going to go out and spend on a wide receiver. That's a big need here Mm -hmm. in this offseason. The wide receivers that are available in free agency are not very good, so spend on the offensive line. I think Orlando Brown Jr. needs to be objective number one for Ryan Poles. He'll be familiar with the player. He was in Kansas City. He scouted that player. He brought him to Kansas City. That, that to me, would be the first player the Bears should go after in free agency. But here on ESPN.com, they say Brown Jr. should stay with the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, it says that they end up maybe franchising him while they try to work out a, a long-term uh, multi-year deal with him. You know, uh, he's great in the run game. He had a 91.8% uh, win rate when blocking uh, for passes for Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, he's played, he's played very well. I just think he's going to be like, can you get both Orlando Brown and Deron Payne? Can you get both those guys? I don't know if you're going to be able to. Are you better off served... Having a guy like Ryan Poles, who found Orlando Brown Jr., finding the next Orlando Brown Jr. Like, can he do that? You know what I mean? Like, is that where his skills lie? Sure. If you have a guy who's a GM, who's a former offensive lineman, can't you say, and he did find Braxton Jones, and Braxton Jones played really well this year. You know, and he was a very, he was a late round pick. Can you go out there and, excuse me, can you go out there and try to find the next Orlando Brown? Can you rely on your GM to, you know, if you end up trading back a few times and you get more second round picks and more third round picks, can you get can you shore up your offensive line that way? Because no one believes that this team is going to make the playoffs or, or make a Super Bowl run next season. So this group has time to grow. So if you if you build the line, a younger line, and they have time to gel this year, then next year they can be a lot better. So I'm hoping that look, I'm not gonna be mad if they go out and sign Orlando Brown. I think he's a great player. I think it'd be money well spent. But if you're Ryan Pohl specifically at that GM spot because he played and because he did find Orlando Brown, do it again. On the list, number three, Javon Hargrave, the defensive tackle from the Eagles. The best fit from the article says he should go to Seattle and uh, play for Pete Carroll in that defense. Number four, Deron Payne. Abdallah was just talking about the defensive tackle. They say the best fit would be staying with the Washington Commanders. Number five on the list, Geno Smith, quarterback, best fit, Seattle Seahawks, staying in Seattle. Number six on the list, Derek Carr, the quarterback. The best fit for Derek Carr, a player that we'll be keeping our eyes on where he falls and whether or not teams in the top 10, top 15 of the NFL draft will need to go get a quarterback if they don't land Derek Carr. This article says the best option would be if Carr went to the Saints to be the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. And then we get to number seven where we see the Bears on the first time on this list, which I want to point out. The Bears have the most cap space in the entire NFL. Mm-hmm. And if the Bears fail to sign one of the seven best guys in free agency, I get it. The two quarterbacks don't really apply. 
We're not searching for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But still, won't it be strange if when free agency opens, with the Bears having so much cap space, if it takes to the seventh best player for the Bears to land someone coming into uh, free agency as number seven on the list, Mike McGlinchey, the offensive tackle from the 49ers. He would be added uh, bon- added addition to this offensive line, but I'm not sure if that's necessarily the marquee name Bears fans were hoping for when they knew that they had all of this cap space. Look, he didn't have a great year, right? Um, but you got to spend your money. And he wasn't the best at uh, pass protection. He's a better run blocker. Um, the, his win rate was 89.6. So compare that to what uh, Orlando Brown Jr. had in 91.8. I mean, it's not that big of a difference. I think that you, you have to add offensive linemen and bodies wherever you can. And I know you have a lot of money, but just because McGlinchey is the second best offensive tackle doesn't mean you should you know, be desperate and go out there and give him a ton of money. I'm still uh, uh, of the belief that you can draft offensive line, pay defense, right? Like if you end up trading back to four and you have to take Will Anderson or Jalen Carter because you're not going to take anybody else that high, then fine. I get that. You, but you need guys that can get to the quarterback regardless. You need to get to the quarterback. You need to protect the quarterback. It's pretty simple, right? And so it, it wouldn't be horrible to sign McGlinchey, but I would hope that they could spend their money. He's just not... I wouldn't go out there and break the bank for him. Yeah, I he's, guess. Not, he's not a wow signing. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, oh, okay. Does, right, like if that we're means sitting that Orlando here, Brown stayed with sure. the Chiefs, and you're like, okay, And I if guess. we're sitting here on that night, the first night of free agency, saying to ourselves, this is what we have, Bears fans. You ready? Here we go. The 2023 Chicago Bears... McGlinchey, that's it. There's your guy. People aren't going to be that excited. I, I think it will be like, yes, it's a piece that we need to add to a group that needs to improve. Yeah. But he's not the piece no. that gets you to the next spot. Uh, the next point where the Bears on the list uh, are, are pointed out would be uh, Dremont Jones, the defensive tackle, 16th on the list. He uh, played in Denver for his first four seasons. Defensive tackle, that would be a spot where the Bears do need assistance. Again, this is a nice player, but also not the marquee name that you're hoping for at the start of free agency. Yeah, and again, like they could always go through this free agency and just kind of get a bunch of depth, right? Like they could spend, they could get one really nice piece in Orlando Brown or Deron Payne. And then just kind of fill it with depth. Like you got also have to remember that they might be re-signing some of their own guys. You know, like Darnell Mooney might get a contract extension. Cole Komet, Jalen Johnson, these guys might get uh, contract extensions. And then also, don't forget that if they do end up trading this first round, this first overall pick back to two or four, and then to nine or whatever, that they're going to get a lot more picks. And so you can fill a lot of the holes on this team. With in the draft class, with you know second round and third round and fourth round picks that you hope can be day one difference makers, and if not, can develop into year two difference makers. And then you can like this team needs depth. Like the reason that this team struggled so much to me is obviously the lack of, of overall talent, but also there was a time when they were playing well, and then they stopped playing well. Because of injury, because Darnell Mooney got hurt and half their offensive line got hurt. And then Chase Claypool missed a couple games. And like they just started dropping like Eddie Jackson left for the year. Like you have to 
have depth behind these guys because injuries are going to happen. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they don't make a huge splash on the first day of free agency and you're just seeing a bunch of dudes who are names that are like, all right, that's a good depth piece, like solid depth piece, solid depth piece, solid depth piece. And then maybe next year they make that big move. So there's the list from ESPN.com. It's the best fit for the top 50 free agents. We talked about some of the guys noted for the Bears and some of the top individuals as well. As a Bears fan, where do you want the Bears to go at the start of free agency? Who's the guy you want the Bears to go after? We'll take your calls. 312-332-3776. It's Black and Abdallah. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. Black and Abdallah, we're talking bears with you. We go to Andrew and Bartlett. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Andrew? What's up, boys? How are we doing tonight? We're good, man. What's going on? Awesome. Um, so I just had a question about the uh, the Bears. And, uh, you know, I think it's obviously, like, as, as uh, Black likes to call it, you know, aggravated rumors uh, with uh, Justin Fields. But, uh, I mean, as, uh, as, as uh, the uh, avid college football watcher that you are, Abdallah, and I, I'm sure Black even watches much more than myself. Um, he watches a little bit. Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, like, like, for Bryce Young, or even I mean, I do like both of them, uh, Young and CJ Stroud. I think, I think they're both gonna be decent quarterbacks. But like, like, would you be devastated, like I would be, like personally, if they drafted one of those two over Fields, um, like, and, and then ended up trading Fields or, you know, doing whatever with him? Um, I just want to see your thoughts, and that's all. Hope you guys have a great night, and uh, I appreciate you guys. Have a great one. Thanks for the call, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. Well, as an avid college football watcher, <laughs> the one who watches the most on the yeah, show. You're, you're the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, like, okay, so here's, I, I won't even, either, you know, don't even take it from me, right? So other people have said, like Mel Kuyper was on the air, uh, Albert Breer was on the air here saying that if Justin Fields was in this draft, he'd be the number one pick. He'd be the best available player. He'd be the number one pick. And now you're also starting to hear stuff that you and I have been talking about for months Mm -hmm. during the college football season that I brought up that what if one of these new uh, coaching staffs on one of these higher teams in the draft that's going to be bad just says, hey, we'll take Jalen Carter or we'll take Will Anderson and we'll just be bad again. And next year we'll take... Caleb Williams or Drake May. That's all you need to know about this quarterback class. They're not good. They're, I mean, they're fine. I'm not saying they're not good. They're fine. They're not great. I mean, can they help you win? Sure. But I don't think you're getting like the next Joe Burrow in this class. Like, I don't, I don't believe that the Bears could trade Justin Fields, draft Bryce Young, and he becomes the second best quarterback in the NFL. Like, I don't see that. I see him becoming a serviceable quarterback. Sure. He'll be fine. He'll win some he'll win you a bunch of games. But why would you reset everything that you're already doing? Like you already have the most amount of money. He's still on a rookie deal. You have the number one pick that you're gonna get a bunch of capital for if you trade back once or twice. Why would you just reset everything? 
I don't understand where this is coming from. Right, and and also, like, if you go back to watching the three at the top, Will Levis, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, you know, Bryce Young did have moments that were magical, right? Like, he had moments that made you think, if this guy could do it at the next level, wow, he could, he could be incredible. Yeah, mini Mahomes. Like, I understand why there's some flashes there where, where experts and scouts are suggesting that. You know who else had Minnie Mahomes flashes in college who was a little bit too small, and then the moment he got to the NFL, could not get it done at all? Say his name. Johnny Manziel. Ah, you were so high on Johnny Manziel. I thought Manziel could really play, man. He he was so much fun to watch at Texas A&M. I'm not comparing that Manziel and Bryce Young are going to be the same type of player. But when you have a guy who's a little bit smaller... You do have to pause and think to yourself whether or not that's going to work on the next level. And if you say, yeah, well, Drew Brees did. Okay. Well, Drew Brees is one of the all-time greatest quarterbacks in NFL Mm -hmm. history. Give me another example of a smaller-statured quarterback Mm -hmm. who gets it done after getting his brains beaten in on a bad team. It almost never happens, right? Yeah. And so when you compare what we saw from Justin Fields to these guys, Fields had magical moments at Georgia. I mean, at, at Ohio State uh, playing in college football. We also saw Justin Fields do things that we saw and maybe say that C.J. Stroud had all of the talent around him. He won at a high level at Ohio State. And I think when you look at Will Levis, there is no comparable. Uh, Justin Fields is 100% the better football player. Will Levis was on a team that was a defensive-minded SEC team that ran the football. But he's a quarterback prospect. Okay, he has all the measurables, except he couldn't do it in the SEC. All right, if you want to gamble on that, best of luck to you. I would rather go with someone like Justin Fields, who seems to have all the potential in the world, and now he just needs some pieces around him for the Chicago Bears. We've seen him play well. We've seen him put the team on his back and run for a billion yards. We've seen him make throws that are good and throws that are that were dropped, throws that were not caught because of the lack of talent. How many times did we come in here on a Bears Monday and say, well, next year, you know, the depth chart's going to be better because Darnell Mooney's your two and Chase Claypool's your three. And then, you know, you've got you've got you've got Cole Komet and then you add a couple wide receivers and it just makes and then and then this all gets better. Then I don't even have to worry about an Equiminius St. Brown and I have to worry about all these other like like players on this team. Right. To me, that's we talked about it all. Why all of a sudden is this the narrative? Because you have the first pick and you can take Bryce Young? No, everybody take the defensive player if you're gonna if you're really hell bent on using the number one overall pick, take the defensive player. Take Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. Don't ruin Justin Fields because guess what? Justin Fields is probably gonna be better for someone else than Bryce Young is ever gonna be for you. Tyler and Piatone, you're on ESPN one thousand. What's up, Tyler? What's going on, guys? What's up, man? What do you think about the Bears? Hey, so I think uh, what's kind of understated is the fact that the Colts and the Houston Texans are in the same division, both in the top five and both got new coaches. Both might want to put the stamp on the franchise. I think the bidding war, bidding war might be a little more than expected. That's what i got to say. Thanks. I'll listen to your thoughts. Good call, Tyler. Appreciate you. Yeah, of course. You have those two teams at the top of the draft board trying to position, trying to get up to get their quarterback. And sure, if you can convince the Colts to move up, but the Texans to move even higher, that would be fantastic for the Bears. I think the ideal scenario for Bears fans 
is you get two big move backs, right? Yeah. You, you trade with the Texans, and then the Colts jump to get to two, so you move down to four after going to two, and you get a whole boatload of picks for the future and for you to use this year. I think that would be the best-case scenario for yeah. Bears fans. The key is moving to two first yeah. because then you can move to nine, you can move to four, you can move to eight or seven or any of these teams. Like We don't know what the Raiders are going to do at quarterback. The Ra- and, and there's rumors that the Cowboys are interested in potentially moving up for a quarterback out of nowhere. Like You could move. Listen, I'm just telling you, man. I'm just reading the pro football talks. All right, They talk about pro football. Last I checked on that yeah, website. Sure. All right. And in the pro football talk, while they were talking about pro football. Yeah. They're, they're one saying of the that rumors, the Cowboys don't want Dak anymore. I'm, listen, man. Dak can't win. J- it's not about Dak. It's about Jerry. Jerry hasn't won anything in a long time. And Dak hasn't won anything yet. What's Dak won you so far? I have to give credit where credit is due. When I hear a, a line or a, a good idea that that's fantastic, it can't be beat. Nobody has a better line on Dak Prescott in the business than Tyler Aki. Tyler Aki has the best line on Dak Prescott in the entire business. From coast to coast, even for those who are on FS1, Tyler's, Tyler's line is the best. Tyler, would you like to give it? He is Kurt Cousins with a star on his helmet. Boom. Matt and Streamwood, you're on ESPN 1000. What's should up, move up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my phone call. I wanted to ask you... Regarding, I heard you guys talking about draft picks and all that. Uh, regarding what you think with the Washington Commanders, I heard them saying that they have not picked up the fifth-year option with Chase Young. Is that something that they could possibly be with packaging for the number one pick if Washington wants to come up to get that pick, that we have a shot at maybe getting Chase Young, or do you think he's too injured and not enough production the past couple of years? Interesting angle there, Matt. I, mm-hmm. I would say no because that's a defensive-minded team that needs to win now. I don't know if Ron Rivera has the time to re- rebuild from scratch and say, we're going to take our best defensive player, trade him to try and move up for an unsure rookie to try and get this done. The, the commanders need to win. The commanders seem like a team that might be in this veteran quarterback market again. And now... Ron Rivera's got to look over his shoulder. Eric Bieniemy's there. Like, Eric Bieniemy has had many head coaching interviews. And if they decide to make a move in the middle of the season, if it's not working out, they have a head coach in waiting right there now in Eric Bieniemy. And maybe that's why he took the job. Maybe that's why he made the lateral move to stay as an offensive coordinator and take that job because he might know something that maybe Ron Rivera's on the hot seat when we start this season. Well, I think he he took the job because he's not getting the respect as a guy who's running the offense. Yeah, And and so you go to Washington, he will will get the respect. If they have a good offense, we'll give the credit to Eric Biennemi. And then he'll be in the, the... you know, group of guys who can try and get a head coaching job mm-hmm. in the next couple of seasons. We're talking football with you. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Chief, he's in Jersey, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. He wants to talk Bears. What's up, Chief? 
What's good? What's up, Black My Dollar? What's up, man? Hey, what up? Not much, man. Y'all guys are crazy, man. Drake May and Caleb Williams, them like J- Justin Fields is the best quarterback we're probably going to see in the next two or three years. If you was going to jump out the window, you could jump out the window for C.J. Stroud, maybe. If you wanted to reset the clock and do all this over again, I mean, you watch enough Big Ten football, you should be able to see this. You know, Ray Charles see that. But um, as far as the left tackle, I would say they need to do something pretty big, like maybe even guarantee Orlando Brown's contract or something. You know, you're gonna have to pull Oof. him the way I know it's gonna be. It's got to be. You know, got to think outside the box now. Or either you could find one in the draft. I, I thought it's a, it's a, you know, hey. Get a get an inline tight end and say the heck with it. Let's keep this money and keep everything moving forward. But uh, I'll listen. I'll lie. You guys have a good one. All right. Thank you, Chief. Thanks for the phone call. We appreciate it. We go to Jordan Maryville. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jordan? Jordan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, um, Abdallah, by the way, I listened to the to the podcast earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yurko did not say anything about Golden Eye at all. I don't know what then I what was were you, what are you listening to, man. <laughs> what are you I listening was, to? <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. I think I was traumatized because I watched that half of that movie last night. It's a good movie. And that movie was so bad. Give the Pierce, Brosnan, that movie the, give Pierce Brosnan the respect he deserves, okay? He's See, a, hey, Tomorrow Never Dies is pretty good, but that movie yeah, is garbage. Right. The first half of that movie is garbage, Adam. You might like the game. Have you, when was the last time you watched it? The movie? Oh, years ago. Yeah. Oh, I, I watched it a couple weeks ago. It was on TV, and I watched it. You're right. It, it, was it, mo- it moves slow. It, it's not exactly. the best. Listen, I'm not saying it's, it's a great. I I don't need my James Bonds, Jordan, to get off on a to go off on a tangent here. I don't need my James Bonds to be brooding and moody and all like. Like, listen, I need my James Bonds to be smooth and like their drink shaken, not stirred. Like, I need like the. They, they need, all say that. I know, but I don't need the. Dan, what is it? What's his name? Daniel Craig? Is that his name? The yeah. new, who's the new yeah. guy? Daniel Craig? Not anymore. He's done. But but he was the new guy, right? Yeah. Not for me. Past tense. Not for me. Oh, I'm moody. I'm, he wasn't I moody. I don't need emo. Uh, what? I don't need an emo James Bond. All right? Not I, for me. I guarantee you, if you watch Golden Eye tomorrow, you will say the same thing me and Chris said. Like, oh, my God, what am I watching? I, I guarantee you, you, you that's, that's your homework for the for, for this week. I want you to watch the first half of GoldenEye. You tell me what you think about that. I'll see if I can find it. We do need to do a movie for helmet stickers once again. But, but the reason I do call, I am calling those yeah, about the yeah, Bears. Sure. And, it, and, 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 and the reason, and the more that I think about this, because I've been waffling about maybe trading Justin or, or maybe, um, uh, you know, or, or trading the pick or staying pat. And what I, and more than I think about, it, I think the correct way to, to, to do this is not to trade them. And, and the reason I say that is because if you still you'll still have them, see what you have, and if he and if he's and if he's not the guy, then it's not about drafting another another uh, quarterback or getting another quarterback. The thing about it is you're able to bolster your roster. The biggest thing is if you if you get that roster the roster bolstered up. Now if if, if the roster's in a better better shape or a better situation. Now the new guy that's coming in is in a better that you do get is in a better is in a better spot. So even if it's a free agency or a trade or if you draft another quarterback, so I think that the number one thing you need to do is bolster that roster as, as much as you can, and then um, you'll figure out the quarterback from there. But the roster is key, a number one in my opinion. All right, we got you down. Thanks for the call, Jordan. Appreciate it. There's Jordan. In there. 
I played. <laughs> Dolph doesn't like Daniel Craig. I'm not. I just I don't know that that was. I didn't know that you no, had no, that no, burning no. hate within you. No, no, no. I like Daniel Craig. Don't get me wrong. I like Daniel Craig. I'm a fan of the the uh, yep. Knives Out. Uh, sure. That stuff. Like, yeah. I like Daniel Craig as an actor. Okay. I just like other Bonds better than I like his James Bond. What was wrong with Skyfall or No Time to Die? Those are great Daniel Craig Bond movies. They're fine. What do you mean they're fine? They're I don't think you've seen No fine. Time to Die. I've seen No Time to Die. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's fine. I like. Came out just a couple years ago. I like the other Bonds better. You don't like Casino Royale? It's okay. Quantum of Solace? Ugh. Spectre? Spectre? You don't like that one? Spectre? I would say my my favorite run of Bond movies were the Roger Moore movies, the late 70s and the early 80s. Those movies were just weird. And yeah. I like that. Like, I like Moonraker. And yeah, see, that's my point. Octopussy I, I and want the, A View to a Kill. I want the weird James Bond movies. Live and Let like, Die. I, yeah, I like those better than, like, realistic ones. <laughs> well, like, it, but the, the Pierce Brosnan Bond movies were, like, the bridging the gap between the unrealistic films of the early 80s yeah. and then the super serious real films that Daniel Craig starred in. Yeah, like, they're, they're fine. I'm just saying that I like, if I'm... Uh, he's not at the top of my list of James Bond, of people that have played James Bond. Sean Connery's number one. Sean Connery is number one. All right. Just making Sean Connery's sure that number that's... one. Pierce Brosnan's number two for me. I think Sean Connery's the best Bond, but yes. I enjoy the Roger Moore films better. Because yeah. I feel like some of the bad guys were a little uh, stranger. You know, the, it just, you know, you also had Jaws in those films. Yeah. Remember him? They, yes. Was, I like the weird characters. Yeah, so do I. I enjoyed that. Blocking Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. You ready for this, Abdallah? We go to Eddie on the north side. Hello, Eddie. Boys, I don't even know where to begin. The, what, the, the Bonds, yeah, I, Roger, Moore, Roger Moore was beast. Just right, right off the bat, you know, with all the things. Um, okay, where should I begin? Um, I can't even think of what I was going to say now. I, 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 know, what gonna say. That's, that's Eddie, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. The on. Bears should <laughs> trade Justin Fields because Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus never actually drafted their own quarterback. Sure. And the guy's all thin and everything, and now he's six feet tall. 
It, I, I mean, even six. Right? Well, what was uh, um, uh, the guy from uh, uh, the the Saints? Uh, Drew Brees, six foot, and then he was six foot two, right? With cleats on, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah right, thanks for the call, With Eddie. Cleats. Thanks, Eddie. All right, man. There he is, Eddie on the north side. We go to Mo in Frankfurt. Hello, Mo. We're just knocking them all out. Hey guys. Hello, Mo. Thank you for taking. Thank you for taking my call. Yes. Um, let me ask you guys something. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Um, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you function like this. Yeah, I know. You're 10 to 12 one day. You're 6 to 8 the other day. You're snip, 10 snap. to 12 one day. Snip, snap. Six, no, it's because you guys are robots. And don't lie. I know it. Don't lie. You guys are robots. Why do I feel like Mo is going to end up trying to like cut one of us open to make sure we don't have circuits inside of us? I, I do not have a circuit inside of me, Mo. Yeah, neither do I. But that's exactly okay. what a robot well, would be programmed to say. Man, I, I, hey, maybe I'm a robot. I am maybe not I, a robot. You know, I'm Duke. Maybe it takes one to no one. Who knows? But um, hey, listen, I do like the 10 a.m. Um, you guys do the double cross talk. I love that. And Tyler kills the Knights. I love it. Yes, he does. He well, does, you'll, he does. Uh, you'll get a double dose of that tomorrow and Thursday right here on of ESPN course. 1000. I know. I'm confused. I got to put, like, put it on my calendar. Well, you know, but it's okay. It's a good thing that I listen to you guys at station the whole day. And then, I you agree. know what? Yeah, then you don't need to worry about it. Boom. You're there. Exactly. I don't have to listen to J E T S. Just, just, that. No, I'm done. That's perfect. That Lucky and Abdullah are there instead. <laughs> hey, and I, I do like Greeny. He's cool, but you know what? what are I'll doing? download his podcast. What do what, you want to say, Bo? I mean, <laughs> what, what do you want to say here? All right, so I got some bums here. <laughs> I got some bums here. I do. I got like bum notes. Who's the here. bum of the I, week? Um, oh, no. Is that another show's bit? It's someone else's bit. Oh, come on. Chill out. It's going to be good. So number one bum is Green Bay, of course. Always. Bum. Bum. Chicago Blackhawks. Bums. 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 Chicago Cubs. Bums. Bums. Chicago White Sox. Chicago Bulls and the Reinsdorfs. Bums. Not bums. Some of the White Sox. (laughs) Chicago Bears. Bums. Not bums. Bums. Sorry, okay. March first. Bums until no March first. Bums until no March first. <laughs> Lonzo Bull's knee, not Lonzo Bull, but his knee. Bum, 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 bum knee, <laughs> bum knee. Steph Curry's wrist. Bum. Not Steph Curry, but his wrist. Is okay. he turning into Stugatz? He's do a three-point contest. <laughs> I think he is. Bum. Are these his weekend observations yeah. Yeah. with his bum list? Yeah. You need a little ding. And then Ja Ja Morant. Doesn't want to do the, the dunk contest ever. Yeah. You know what? You're a bum. 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 Got it. That's down. it. All right. Bum notes. There you go. Thank you, Mo. Love you. There he is, Mo in Frankfurt. <laughs> That's our Stugatz. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the White Sox and Reinsdorf, not bums. Not bums. The Bears? Bums, and, bums until March Starting 1st. March 1st, no longer bums. No longer bums. <laughs> Ding! We have a great song of the night, and your call is coming up next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. I'm coming, huh? 
Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. in for Greeny. We'll cross talk with Cap and Jay Hood yep. at 10 a.m. Yep. Shay Norling, on. who produces that show, sure. Shay Norling, yeah. not only is he in the Twitch chat giving me crap about my Daniel Craig take, he's texting me about it. Well, it's a it. terrible take. I just don't like the movies as much. You said no. you don't either. No, you said you don't like that Bond. Yeah. You I said he was moody. He, I don't need, he's not moody. I don't need a broody. He, Ooh, what's, he's what's smooth. Wrong, what's wrong with me? He's suave. What's wrong with me? How am I? That I'm, is not. I don't think you saw these movies. How did I become this way? You're talking about Twilight. You're no. talking about Robert Pattinson. I'm not. Yes, you are. You're I'm talking not. about something totally different. I'll rewatch them. We... All of us, no. everyone listening, nope. we are talking about James Bond. So am I. And Daniel Craig. So am I. I don't know what you're talking I about. I don't need his origin stories. But yes, that's right. We will be in tomorrow for Greeny, 10 a.m., right here on ESPN 1000. A little crosstalk with Cap and Jay Hood. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., right here on ESPN 1000. I'm coming, hon. That's right, Cap. We will be there. Oh, just an awful basketball team. Very sad. Very sad. That's right. Uh, Black and Abdallah here on ESPN. One th- I, I just disagree with your uh, your thoughts on Daniel Craig then there. Fine. Disagree with me. I don't care. Julio in Garfield Ridge. You're on ESPN 1000. Hey, what's up, guys? Buenas noches. Uh, just call me, I'd like that bum. I'd like to add one to that. Bum sure. list. Yes, sure. bum the, list. Okay, yeah. Bum NBA. No. NBA All-Star Game. Okay, NBA bum. All-Star Game. Got NBA you All-Star Game. Bum. bum. No, not you. No, the, the that poor girl that just walked by. Thought, I think, I think she thought, <laughs> she I, think she thought I called her a bum. <laughs> she just... Thing, you're not a bum. Like 007? Yeah. The best one? Yeah. For me, uh, video game on Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See? All right, Goldeneye. Right, that's, your, that's your game. Okay, we got <laughs> yeah. you down. Thanks, Julio. Right, Thanks guys. for the phone Good call. Work. Bum. Blocking Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Each night around 6.50, we play for you the song of the night. I want to rock! Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because dial. it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- <laughs> Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's song of the night. Yo, later. Tonight's song, we go to Incubus, Pardon Me, from 1999. It's your song of the night. I never thought I would be at 23 on the verge of spontaneous combustion wall with me. But I guess that it comes with a territory, anomalous landscape of never-ending calamity. I need you to hear, I need you to see, but I am happy I can take an exploding scene for an evident possibility.
listening to Pardon Me by Incubus. That was released October 5th, 1999. Yeah, so 24 years ago, this song was released. It was the lead single from the third album from Incubus, Make Yourself. It was a random pick day, and this was the random selection. Not entirely true. Uh, There's a website that I go to that has uh, songs that come out on certain days, and I was looking for something that came out in February like to to be relevant and it's that website stated that this song came out today in 1999 that website was obviously wrong and we just go you know what this is a good song we're just gonna play it because we like it so does that mean we have to question each and every song you select because you're going to a website that's giving out faulty i always i always check it i always double check always double triple check you gotta double triple check it's fine I make sure that we are we get the right information about songs here on the be- uh, on, on our show. Do you know the name of this show? I'm Black and Abdallah. Do you know the name of this segment? This Sir. is <laughs> Bum of the Week. We're doing Bum of the Week. No, we're not. Um, the only thing I remember about Incubus, well, the one thing I remember the most about Incubus is that every girl that I had a crush on had a crush on the lead singer. Oh, yes, they did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all did. Every girl that I was like, I like you. You smoke weed, I smoke weed. She's like, you know who I like? I like the dude from Incubus. And I was yeah. like, that's not me, lady. And I, I guarantee I can I can shoot a brain bullet right to you, and we can think of the same girl, too. Yeah, leave Joanna Shapiro out of this. <laughs> what is she, why does she need to take a stray? She's not. She's <laughs> next of mine. I, I, there's no stray there. <laughs> there are a bunch of girls. There are a bunch of girls that liked Incubus that I also liked. <laughs> there you go, Incubus. Pardon me from 1999. It's your song of the night. I wanna rock. Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for what dial? There's there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an exp- Ah, never mind. Crank the volume, because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. Let me tell you, my man, uh, back in the early 2000s, all of the girls were interested in Brandon Boyd. Oh, yeah. That, that was I knew the his name. name was Brandon, but I didn't know his last name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the lead singer of Incubus. That's right. Black and Abdallah. damn hair. We'll, we'll be back in two minutes. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.